info. For those who are going to be listening to us on our actually Anchor Show, uh, our Anchor Show is coming on the scene as of right now. You know, we all thanking God for you guys joining us and being with us here at HNFC Studios here in the city of Plano, Texas. Father God, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you for this moment, this time we're about to spend with you in this short word, quick. And Father God, to help the hearts of the men and women of God, even as they move forth with whatever gift you have, whatever anointing you have placed upon their life, Father God. Let it come to full fruition in such a way that they seek you first the kingdom and know good and well, Father God, the things you have in their life. It's always more than what they can see. Father God, we just bless you. We thank you. We honor you. And your presence and powerful and mighty name, we pray, Lord. Amen. Over in the book of Ezekiel, Ezekiel is one of my favorite prophets. He's uh, uh, not only Ezekiel, uh, Jeremiah, Isaiah, um, these guys. I mean, I really study on these guys a lot because I look at how the offices come together. And some of the things that they came across, they never did have anybody to actually enhance them. Matter of fact, in the midst of their offices, they had more negativity coming at them. More than positivity come. But in the midst of God giving you a vision, even when it don't look like it's the vision to what you think it may be, God will never give you something that will go back void. As he said in Isaiah 55, 11, he goes to Jeremiah 1 and 5, created, born, designed, and engineered to be that prophet before the nation. Your job is a man and woman of God, to go before God, go in your closet, Matthew 6 and 6, pray, ask God whatever that vision is that God gave you. Don't look for somebody else to give it to you. Always understand when God gives you a vision, it's for you to seek out what your vision is. It never can come from me, never come from any other minister, pastor, bishop, whoever they may call themselves. When God gives you a plan, it's for you to be able to get on your knees and ask God about what it is he has for you to do. What is the gift you gave me? And what is the life you gave me to help help this continue the vision to go forth that you'll put in my life? Jeremiah 1 5 makes it very clear. Born, created, designed, and engineered to be what? A prophet before the nation. Wherever it is in the fivefold that God places you, you ought to get on your knees and ask God, what is it they have for you to do? When God puts a man before you or someone, a woman, whatever it may be, it's there to help your character. They cannot give you a vision. Or they can't give you a vision. Or they can't give you a, a gift. In other words, they can only help your character. The gift is already in you. If you understand the scriptures, you go back and read them properly. Gifts only come from God. We are improper. When I say we are improper, we are born with division in us. We got the ability to fall short. This is why Jesus Christ came. To help us in the midst of our infirmities. When we have issues, circumstances, problems in our life. We look unto Jesus, who's the author in the finish of our faith. Over in the book of Ezekiel, you can Ezekiel chapter 1. We're going to move kind of swiftly here. It's about a 20-minute show. Not going to be with you too long. It said over in the book of Ezekiel, we leave from the King James Version. Now it came to pass in the 13th year of the fourth month, and the fifth day in the month, and I was among the captive by the river Chabar, Euphrates, the word of God, Christ, and the heavens were open, I saw a vision. Now, now, Ezekiel's given in the midst of captivity. To go down here and look at this in this particular area. Of the second verse. And the Bible says, In the fifth day of the month, which was the fifth year of King Jehoiakim's captivity. We know what happened when Nebuchadnezzar comes in, he captures Judah. But this is the amazing thing about it. In the midst of captivity, God is just still giving Ezekiel a vision about what he wanted him to do. Oh, you know what? You got to listen to me when I'm telling you this. Doesn't matter what the circumstance or situation may look in your life. Whenever God gives you a plan, Isaiah 55, 11, it's a word that comes from the kingdom of God, not man. Men will orchestrate to the point where they make you where they want where they where they want you to be. 
But God's plan is always going to supersede to go forth. That's why you see, seek ye first the kingdom of God and look at all of his righteousness. Jeremiah 1 and 5 declares the creed, the gift was already put in you before you was born. It comes back to Jeremiah 29 11, makes it very clear the thoughts and the plans that have you are good plans, not of evil. So whenever God gives you a gift, you seek first the kingdom of God, Matthew 6 and 33. You go in your book, you go in your word in Matthew chapter 6 and 6, and you begin to pray. Ask God what it is he has for you to do. Now, I'm just going to say, I'm going to make it clear. You get a gift from a man, then they got to hold you gift. You get a gift from God, then God's got to hold you. So you make your decision. That Peter said, who are we going to believe? Are we going to believe man or are we going to believe God? And the word of God decrees and declares in the last days, you know, false prophets will rise up with the inspiration to give them to examples that seem to be something that they're not. Now, Ezekiel makes that very clear. Now that Ezekiel makes it clear, uh, Jeremiah makes it clear, clear. In 14 and 14, the prophets prophesy lies. And what am I saying when I say that? Ezekiel said he never sent them and never told them anything. So whenever a prophetic word comes to you, it's not for you to get all emotional and fall down like something wrong with you, like you got some kind of mind problem. Your job is to hear what the prophecy is supposed to be, and then you take it before God. And you ask God, if this thing is real, then let it be. And the Bible says, if it be of God, It'll work. But if it be a man, it's going to fall. And if you find yourself fighting against that prophetic office that God gave you or that gift God gave you, and then you find yourself fighting against God himself, and you cannot win. This is what it says right here. The word of God makes a creed right here. And it came to pass in the 14th year, in the fourth month, in the fifth day, precise of the month, and I was among the captive by the river Chabad. Let's look at something in scripture here. We think about this particular area of scripture right here. Ezekiel was preparing to his Ezekiel was preparing to become his uh, become his in his priesthood. In other words, Ezekiel was preparing to become a priest in the Babylonian attack at Judah around fifth uh, five ninety seven BC, and he was carried in the midst of others in the captivity. In the Second Kings, you talk about that 24, 10, and fourteen. The Word of God says in the fourteenth year, most likely refers to Ezekiel's age. At the age of man could become a priest. Now, we got to understand that process that when a man could become a priest. Look at what it says right here. And he began serving in the temples. This is in the book of Numbers 4 and 1 and 3. Let's look over to Numbers 4 and 1 and 3. Let's look at some things right here. Let's make sure we get real good understanding. We has an ear. Let them hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say that's coming through the ministry of God and the ministry of the church. Look what he says right here. Over in the book of... Um, Let's look right here. Let's move over here in the book of Numbers. And let's look at this in the King James Version. And I want to make sure we get a real good understanding about what's been said here and what's been going on. We don't want to chase it with education when it comes to Revelation. Because just by Ezekiel in captivity, getting a vision ought to tell you something. That when people don't receive you the way you're supposed to be as being a man or woman of God, and you try to exploit yourself as being something that they're not, then the more you try, the more you fail. Because if it's not, if it's not of God, then the, you know, I'm telling you, if it's not of God, then you'll find yourself in a position of portraying something that don't have anything to do. It just becomes a lot of shell. It becomes a lot of things that make you seem good before people. So the word of God said, who are you going to believe? We're going to be blamed? We're going to believe God. So when you find yourself trying to make showboats before people to make yourself look good, and then you begin to denounce the ministry. The word of God said, if any man think of himself as something that he's not. Now, people say they hear from God, and I ain't saying nothing wrong with that. But what you got to do, you're going to find out if it be of God or not. You can put it on from your perspective, but you're going to find out if it be of God or not. Because God's going to make sure that situation is going to come to a halt in whatever is the season of Jan. Let's look at this real close here in the book of Numbers, in the King James Version. Let's look right here. It says over here in the book of, in the book of uh, Numbers 4, let's read it closely. And he spoke to the people, look at he spoke to the people in the Moses and the Aaron saying, take a sum of the, take a sum, let me make sure we get this right here. Let's make sure we're in the right area here. Uh, okay, Numbers 4, 4, 1 through 3. And he spoke to Moses among Aaron, saying, Take the son, take the sum of sons, the, the, the Konite, 
the Conites, and I want to make sure we pronounce it the Conites, the Conite, not the Conites. We're going to see about the Conites later because they're part of the Gizzertites and the Lizardites. You'll see all that. The Conites among the sons of the Levi and their families by the households of their fathers. This is what he says right here. From 20 years and upward, even until the 15th year, all who enter into the host to be the work of the tabernacle of the congregation. Now, this is simply telling us right here, this was the age you was able to come into your priesthood. Go back to the book of Ezekiel. Let's look at something in the book of Ezekiel. The Bible said in the midst of Ezekiel's captivity, in the captivity of Jehoiakim, when Nebuchadnezzar came and blasted that thing over there around that fifth, that 597 BC, the Bible said Ezekiel was preparing to become a priest. When the young Babylon was attacked in Judah in 59 BC, he was carried away by the captive, according to the book of Kings, 2 Kings 24 and 14. And the, the Bible says, in the 13th year, most likely refers to Ezekiel's age, at the age a man could become a priest. Let's stay right there. And serve in the temple. Now, this is what we're looking at in the book of Numbers when it said over here in the area of Numbers chapter 4. And the Bible said, And the Lord spoke unto Moses and Aaron, spoke unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, Take the son of sons, the Conites, the Levite tribe, those who are part of that Levite family. Let's go and look at this a little bit more closer, dealing with this particular Conite family. The Bible declares, according to the Conite, you got the Conite, you got the Conites. Says right here in the book of area of some of the breakdown, what we call a Harmon a Bible Dictionary, the Harmon's Bible Dictionary. Look what it says: the descendants of the Conites were sons of Levi, according to the book of Ezekiel, uh, Exodus six and sixteen. The Bible declares in the particular area that the Conites was the grandfathers of Aaron, Moses, and Miriam. This is in the book of Exodus six twenty and Numbers twenty six and fifty nine. They say the Amron, the Conites was considered the most important of the major Levite family to the Conites, the Gizzatites, the Meritites. The Conites were future, look at the future divided into the four branches according to the four sons of the Conite, Amron, Izar, Hebron, and Uzzai. Now, I'm going to make sure we get the right, Uzziah. It's, it's, you, these words can be twisted. It's U-Z-Z-I-E-L, Uzziah. Now, sometimes, you know, I don't get a chance to use them. I'm in Greek and Hebrew, even though I practice a lot, but these names can be very twisted. You got to know the Greek alphabet to get these things in place. Uzziah, use, use your internet. Let me help you out. You see that. And it says over the book of uh, the book of Exodus 6 and 18 and Numbers 3 and 19. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6, 1 through 3, and um, in the book of uh, uh, Chronicles 6, 1, 3, and 1 Chronicles 6 and 16. Now, I want to make this very I want to make this very point that we understand that when we're dealing with the part of the descendants of the Conites, the son of the Levites. The Word of God said this was an important family. Amron, the Conites were considered the most important of the three major families, the Levites families. And this is the Conites, the Gizanites, the Maronites, and the Conites were finders or founders of future divisions into the branches according to the four sons of the Conite. And it says Amron, I want to make sure I get that right, Izar, Hebron, and Uzzah, which took so um, Uzziel, U-Z-Z-E-L, Uzziel, over in the book of Exodus chapter 6. But this is the point I want to make about these four major families and the process of really going in the scripture when you look at the revelational part, not just the educational part of it. In the midst of Ezekiel becoming a priest, in the midst of captivity, oh, you got to catch this one. 
Even when it looks like things are not working out for you, when God calls you to do a work, it's always going to be more than what you can see. In the midst of captivity, God is yet still working when things don't look good around Ezekiel. And this is how you got to look at your life. Just because you're called in to do a work, and it don't seem like a lot of people around you giving you what you call the accolades. Matter of fact, they're going to denounce you more than they announce you. I know well about that. Some people look at you as if you ain't got what it takes to get an offer from the kingdom of God for whatever reason. It's not based on the credentials, not based on numbers and statistics. It's based on the kingdom. That's what the word of God says. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Look here. And all of his righteousness and all of these things will be added unto you. It's about 20 minutes as we got into this. I would go a little longer, but I want to make sure you understand this. In the midst of what seems not to be right in your life, God is just still doing a supernatural work with you and through you. Despite of what people may say or individuals may think of you, the Bible says, say, focus. Stay in your lane, keep the main thing, the main thing, and continue to look forward in where you're going. Don't worry about what's going on around you. If you understand track and field or any other sport, you got to concentrate on your position. Everybody on the field is playing their position. Same thing in track and field. Everybody's running in the lane, but Paul says not giving to the swift. So when you're doing the work of the kingdom, it's not trying to keep up with some of the most popular people around. Do your work. And whatever it is that God called you to be, you're number one in terms of what God called you to be. Man, woman, God, it's always a pleasure for to be with me here on this particular 20-minute word we have here at HNLC Studios uh, here in the city of Plano, Texas. Always. A pleasure to be with you to the woman of God, Pastor Patty Ellis, myself, here at HNOC Studios, and the man of God who helps me continue to move forward, Apostle Oscar Walker, and all the great other men around me, Apostle Von Peek, uh, I mean, just some great people, you know, Bishop Raymond Johnson, I mean, I can go on and on and talk about great apostles I got around me, you know, even the Dr. Von Peeks, I mean, he's a great man of God, but also, I think about the man of God out there at Acts Church, you know, Dr. Bill Wilson, always willing to help and put in a hand to help me go forth and do the work of the kingdom of God, and it's not that I'm in their face all the time, it's just I call them for certain things to help me out, and they're more pleasurable to help me, and I think that's a great thing, you don't have to care anybody, you don't have anybody captive, you just got to make sure you pick up something on the way as you're going. And you don't have to worry them about that all the time. You just, hey, call them about a decision. Call them about something you're talking about and maybe dealing with. And then you just move forward. But they are great fathers in the ministry. You can't be a renegade in the ministry in this day and time. You got to have somebody that you got to really come to. Whenever a person get out there and they feel like they're on their own. And they feel like they're going to do it their way. And they can't come to obedience. You better watch that individual. You better watch that person. A person who can't submit to authority. You, you might want to move in another direction when it comes with them, especially when it comes down to somebody prophesying and speaking in your life. You got to know who they're part of and what ministry and what area they've been trained to part. Because if you just run out there, you just become, you know, like, like you, you got, you got you, 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 I, can, I can go on about this now. But you got to make sure you're connected. You got to have a Caleb, a Josh, you got a Moses and an Aaron. You got to have people you're connected to. Then make sure you're getting proper instruction and guidance when you're doing the work of the kingdom of God. You branch out of your own. You be running around trying to prove yourself to be something that you're not and trying to establish things on your own. And that's when you're going to fall. That's when you think of yourself. You know, the Bible said that ministry in terms of education, not education, but uh, guidance is not with reproach. I mean, you got to be reproachable to receive, to have something in your life to move forward, to help you get forth in where you're going. So I advise anybody who's out there, you need to have good people around you, hey, give me a call. I got some great people around you to help you out, even here at HNOC Studios. I'd love to give you information about something that can help you move forward, whatever it may be. We're here to help you as much as we can here at HNOC Studios. And today, man and woman, God, we bless you guys. We thank God for being with us. For those who are watching our anchor show, God bless you as well. We're going to sign them off as of right now. Those who are part of our actually um, speaker show, we thank God for them being with us as well as also. Amen. Well, God, we thank you guys. We love you guys. And we continue to bless you guys as we go forth. So actually, 
team out here. And I actually a Facebook channel. It's a pleasure for you guys to be as always. It's not about the number of people coming on the show. You don't look at it like that. You just do the work. Don't worry about these little numbers in the side of the screen. That stuff will throw you off anyway. You're not supposed to be looking at that stuff. You know, you're supposed to deliver the word of God. It'd be what God told you to be. So, man, woman, God, y'all take care. Have a beautiful holiday. I thank God. Hopefully, I get a chance to be with you guys once again uh, on this upcoming uh, holiday before we get going. Tuesday night testimonies here at HNLC Studios. So, you guys will see me doing that course. Today, hey, we love you guys. You guys take care.
the email, the minister of council, bishop, whoever that you call yourself. And God gives you a plan for you to be able to get on your knees and ask God about what it is you have to do. What is the gift you gave me? And what is the life you gave me to help this help continue that reason? I would love the pleasure you guys to join me here at the Ministry here to the Plant Church. We're going to turn the treasure and we're going to this particular church right here at the Ministry here at the City of Plant Church. We're going to enter the word of the Lord here. We're going to ask you on our Facebook Live. Those of you on our Facebook Live on the 8802 you can catch me there. Also, those of you coming across to our active speaker station. I would love you guys to join me here at the Ministry Studio here at Port of Plant Church. We're going to turn the treasure and we're going to this particular church right here at the Ministry Studio uh, here at the City of Plant Church. We're going to enter the Lord's name for this year. We're going to ask you to join our Facebook Live. Those of you on our Facebook Live on the 8802 you can catch me there. Also, those of you coming across to our active speaker station, you're going to hear those jingles coming in as we get started here on our active speaker station. It's going to be running as well. Proper sound with that as we go forth here at the Ministry Studio. Don't get no volume in also. For those who will be listening to us on our active anchor show, our anchor show is coming on the scene as of right now. I welcome you guys to get joining us more here at the Ministry Studio here at the Plano Church. So, Father, we thank you, we bless you, and we honor you for this moment and time with us to share with you and share the word quick. And Father, God, to help the hearts of men and women by you may be full with whatever gift you have, whatever anointing you have placed upon their life. An open heaven. Jesus Christ, thank you. 
in the form of the human trinity of the Holy Ghost and Jesus. You can read the chapter one from the book and skip the book by 20 minutes, so that would be the second one. The third one is in Ezekiel, and this is King James, and now it came to pass in the thirteenth year and the fourth month, and the fifth day in the month, and I was among the captives by the river Chobar, Pray ye, Lord God, present, and the heavens were open, I saw a vision. Now, now, this is in, in the midst of captivity. Go down here and get into the Mississippi area and check it out. Well, I in the fifth day of the month, it was the fifth year of King Jehoiakim's captivity. We know what happened. Nebuchadnezzar comes in and he captures Judah. But this is the amazing thing about it. In the midst of captivity, God is yet still giving Ezekiel a vision about what he wanted to do. Oh, you know, still listen to me. Doesn't matter what the circumstance or situation may look in your life. Whenever God gives you a place, Isaiah 55, 11, that the Lord comes from the scene of God, not man. Man will always take you to the point where they need to, where they want to, where they, where they want you to be. But God's plan is always going to supersede to go forward. That's why you see the Thank you. 
out of check. There's a lot of things that make it seem difficult to people. But once I said, who are you going to believe? You're going to be blamed? You're going to be right. But when you find yourself trying to make sure both before people to make yourself look good, and then you begin to renounce the man. What God says, any man think of himself to be something that he's not. Now, keep saying what you are. And I ain't saying nothing wrong with that. But what you got to do, you're going to find out if it be of God or not. You can put it on from your perspective, but you're going to find out if it be of God or not. But God will make sure that situation is going to come to a halt in whatever it is that he's going to do. Let's look at the real quick here in the book of Numbers, in the King James Version. Let's look right here. The same over here in the book of, the book of uh, Numbers 4. It's getting closer. And he spoke to the people, look at he spoke to the people, the Moses and the Aaron and took them. Take a sum of the, take a sum, let me show you this right here. Let me show you in the right area here. Uh, okay, Numbers 4, 4, 1 through 3. He spoke to Moses and Aaron saying, take the sum, take the sum of sun, the cake, the, the conite, the conite. And I want to make sure we come out to the conite, the conite, not the conite. We're going to see about the conite. Later, because they're part of Yerotites, the Yerotites, the most of all that. The Conites among the sons of the Levites, and their families by the households of their fathers. This is what he says right here. From 20 years and upwards, even until the 15th year, all who enter into the host. Also, not actually anchor show. Come on, Patty, you in that, Marcella? Hearts of the men and women, God, even as they move forth, whatever gift you have, and whatever 